This is Blurring the Lines with Adam Bell and Peter Nicolaitis, IT entrepreneurs. Adam and Peter take on the topics of technology, business, life, and the pursuit of happiness and blur them together in the 21st century. Hello, Peter. What's happening? Uh, we have sort of a problem here. Good afternoon, good morning, or good evening, and welcome to the Blurring the Lines podcast, episode 139. I am your host, Peter Nicolaitis, and joining me as always is my co-host, Adam Bell. Adam Bell, that's me. Good to see you, Peter. Happy New Year! Slightly delayed. It's been two weeks. Slightly, slightly delayed, but uh, yeah, it has been. Thanks to holidays, financials, incident response, etc. We took a month off. It wasn't a planned month off. We did plan to take like the week of Christmas and the week of New Year's off. Mm -hmm. And then uh, the proverbial fit hit the shan in a couple of different ways for (laughs) probably more for me, I guess, but somewhat for you. And um, so we took a little bit of time off, but Mm -hmm. um, hey, this is a free podcast. So you're still getting every single episode that you paid for, dear user. (laughs) Every episode. Every episode. So yeah. We have lots of free advice and we give it out. It's worth every penny. Worth every <laughs> so how you been i've been we doing not, well we have it's, not uh, talked for a while yeah yeah um the holidays were good to me uh, yep. as far as you know nobody got sick that's a yep. plus in yep. today uh nobody got angry there were no fights or not that there normally are uh, but you know plus right yeah <laughs> good, good chemistry with family and good good time off and uh and then I worked at the farm, you know, continuing to build out the upstairs and that was good and successful there as far you know, as much as construction goes, it's like anything else. You, you have a plan and, and then you, and, you engage and, with the enemy and, I was gonna say, and then you meet reality. Yeah. <laughs> you have goals and objectives. And as you hit obstacles, then you make new goals and objectives. And uh, so, so that was good. Uh, but then, uh, you know, New Year's was was pleasant, you know, no, no big issue. We went, hung out with friends for New Year's and uh, pretty, pretty low key. Cool. Stayed out of trouble. All right. All right. Uh, <laughs> same here. Yes, mm-hmm. I, I did not. Um, I just had another idea I wanted to make sure we cover on today's episode. I just had to jot it down. Uh, I did pretty much the same. I mean, I've been you know, holding in place for quite some time now. Um, you know, I still go out to the grocery store. I still go out for my runs. Um, but that's about it really. Mm -hmm. Um, I've gone out to, you know, to shop for supplies when I don't have them just delivered to me. Mm -hmm. Um, I got to go out at some point and get my car inspected. Yeah. Uh, and that's really about that. I mean, Mm -hmm. yeah, I don't, I don't know um not not a lot going on but hey i'm still hanging in you know yeah mm-hmm. so there you go well good i mean i mean that's a that's a win in uh i mean in 2020 i mean and people think that because the date rolled over that 2021 is going to be everything is awesome everything, everything's awesome so we we've still got some uh, uh work ahead of us and yeah, you know 
Yeah, yeah, I, I think. And uh, I mean, I wish wish we all had the answers. You know, if we you know if we had the answers, uh, we would you know know what we could do, what we couldn't do, and how we could you know get over it. You know, but we don't, so we're figuring it out. My dad just told me that um, one of my mom's caretakers. Uh, can't come to the house this week because her daughter was exposed to someone with COVID-19. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, wh- wh- why is this still a thing? Shelter in place, people. What, what, you know, but people just, well, we got tired of it. I'm like, okay, great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Get tired of wearing a respirator too. <laughs> <sighs> so anyway, yeah. Um, supposedly sometime in the next month, either as a Massachusetts resident or as an employee uh, of uh, the hospital, then I will theoretically be eligible for the vaccine. So mm-hmm. we'll see where that goes. Yeah. And we're we're kind of looking at that as well, because, I mean, we provide service for medical practices uh, as well as others. And, you know, re- we really are essential personnel for going in, you know, when we go in there, we're not going there for fun. (laughs) I mean, we're not going there for social. We're only going there because our, you know, our client needs us to come there and there's no other way to do it other than physical. So we really are essential from that standpoint. And, uh, you know, I don't know where we are on the list. I don't have, you know, of course the, the CDC is distributing to only specific buildings right now they're not coming to general practices i don't know about massachusetts but that's the way it here is here in tennessee uh have you heard that you know the um what is it the it's not the antivirus antivirus um what's it called the the shot the the vaccine yes yes sorry the vaccine (laughs) you know is frozen Mm-hmm. And then they have to defrost it yes. in order to distribute it that day, but they yep. can't d- refreeze it if right. it doesn't get used. Yep. So you can get on the list at the end of the day and, and, and get the shot, get the, you know, but I would think if I would think the problem with that is you've got to have the second shot because mm-hmm. it's, you know, but I don't, I would assume that if you get the first shot, you're automatically added to the queue of the second shot because that person forfeited the second shot. You'd like to think so. Yeah. But, but I, as I understand it, though, it's pretty much up to each individual state how they're handling that sort of thing. Because so. the problem is, you know, it's like anything else. If you get if you take antibiotics and you have a pack and it's for seven days and you stop taking it after day three, because you feel better, you make a stronger virus. So yep. you got to go in for part two yep. of the vaccine. <laughs> yeah, if, if you're going to go in for part one at all, because we have plenty of folks who are avoiding that. <laughs> oh my God. I just, uh, anyway, yeah, let's not go down the QAnon thing. We're going to oh, talk yeah. about plenty of that when we talk about your main topic that you brought up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so uh so uh, just so i know we, we headlines intro you had i thought would probably be we should probably swap that and do our catching up and stuff like that as our headlines and the main topic <laughs> being the, the the fun main topic yeah. okay yeah so well how are how did you do fitness wise over the holidays Fitness-wise, I'm doing just fine. Um, I had been experimenting uh, with 
changing up my running. So normally my running routine is 10K every other day. Mm -hmm. uh, and I had experimented with 5, 10, 15K. Mm -hmm. So it's still the same amount over the period of a week. Uh, but, you know, breaking it up. So a little shorter run and a longer run. It didn't work out so well. Like mm -hmm. I didn't have trouble with the distances. That was fine. And I liked doing the longer runs. But sometimes it wouldn't line up right um, because my thought is since I generally don't work Friday, Saturday or Sunday, so I'd always have three days in which to fit in that long run. Mm -hmm. But some days the way it was falling, that long run should happen on a Tuesday. Yeah. And I didn't have time to do an hour and a half run, you know. Mm -hmm. So it just, it wasn't, so I just come back to, you know, to 10K every other day. But then I've been running with a buddy of mine from the Krav Maga school. Uh, he's prepping for a half marathon. Mm -hmm. And so we would go and do some short runs, but like normally he would do like, well, I got to do a 5K today. I'm like, all right, well, I will get there. I'll run 5K before you arrive. And then I'll run another 5K once you're there and <laughs> then we're fine. Yeah. Or, or sometimes I would run to where the running group was meeting which mm -hmm. is like two miles away from my house, run with them for 5k and then run home again and get my six to seven miles in. There you go. Um, but anyway, today we are doing, I posted a map. We're doing a trail called the cross fells trail, mm -hmm. which goes from one end of the Middlesex fells reservation to the other. Mm -hmm. And I have done the trail in its entirety, but not in a single shot. So this will be the first time that I've done it end to end. Cool. And it's just under five miles. So what I told him is we'll do that now. And then in a month or so, wherever his plan is, um, we'll do back and forth. Yeah. You know, <laughs> but today what we're doing is we're dropping a car on each end of the trail. And then, you know, we'll run it's like a canoe trip. Exactly <laughs> like a canoe trip. But next time what I said is we meet in the center. Mm -hmm. And then we run to one end to the east, run back to the all the way to the west and then meet back in the middle again. Mm -hmm. So um, we'll see. It'll be, uh, it, I think it's going to be fun today. But yeah. what I've noticed though, is when you run with a friend, you tend to talk with your friend. And when you talk, your performance goes down a little bit. <laughs> so my times have been off a little bit and I hadn't been doing just my plain old 10K, 10K, 10K routine. Mm -hmm. And today again, will not be an exception. So mm -hmm. um, yeah, I did four miles with him earlier this week. I did my, you know, six and a quarter 10K uh a few days ago two days ago but i really wanted to get out and move yesterday so i just did two miles today i'll do five tomorrow i'll probably do a mile or two just to round it all out so i keep mm -hmm. my keep my you know my 18 or 19 miles per week and mm -hmm. you know, 40k per week but uh no 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 regrets no major problems i mean i i will admit i woke up feeling mildly hung over on occasion during the holidays um <laughs> There's a new lady on the scene, and um, she can drink me under the table. She says, "How you doing? Hey, where where'd you go, Pete? Where'd I get? Yeah, I'm like, I got this. Okay, no problem. Yeah. But I did find that I am pretty sure at this point that I am not a whiskey person. Don't like it, or just it, it, I don't really." care for it i don't care for the taste as much i don't care for the way i feel after i've had it mm -hmm. uh whereas by comparison last night i had a little bit of rum and you know i felt like i had a drink last night but mm -hmm. i didn't i didn't feel bad about it and so yeah, yeah how expensive is the whiskey 
One of them I tried was Maker's Mark. Mm-hmm. Um, and now I'll take that back. Jack Daniels Tennessee Honey Whiskey. I like mm. that, <laughs> but in small quantities because it's super sweet. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I've got a bottle of Macallan 15-year-old scotch, mm-hmm. which I'm kind of hesitant to open because if I don't like it, I've got this really, you know, fancy bottle of 15-year-old scotch and I'm like, I'm not going to appreciate it. So, so I would, I mean, I would recommend that you try a Four Roses bourbon. Four Roses. Yeah, I've got it's an, over an empty label. Well, it's empty. I was going to say, so, you keep a bottle of that at your at your work desk, huh? Yeah. So it's a a single barrel. Okay. Um, and each barrel, you can't you can't really read it, but each barrel has a handwritten uh, batch on it. Yep. So, and it come you know it comes from Kentucky, obviously, right. and it's in it's in the Bourbon Trail. If you ever do the yep. you know all those, but the single barrel. Uh, and it's kind of it's it's round on the bottom and yep. square on the top. See that? Because if and it's it averages about thirty eight dollars. It's about a okay. thirty eight dollar bottle. Um, depending on where you buy it, you may get it for thirty four or thirty eight. Sure. But if you buy the thirty two dollar bottle of Four Roses, it's not the same. It's not as good as that. Okay. Um, it's got a nice, rich, smoky taste. Um, I drink it straight. Yep. I, mean, I don't even drink it neat. I drink it straight. It's just for sipping. It's uh, I like it. Yep. Um, if you, but you might give it a try. Uh, I don't like whiskey in general, right. Uh, right. but but I like bourbon. Technically, they're the same thing. I was say, is it whiskey? Bourbon's <laughs> just whiskey from bourbon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, all of it comes from beer. <laughs> you, first yeah. thing you do is make beer. Then yep. you distill it into into bourbon or whiskey. Uh, but yeah, I like, I like Kentucky whiskey slash bourbon if it's prepared well. Uh, and that one's just really tasty. Uh, you, you could drink it over the rocks. You could drink it over with, drink it with Coke, but I think you ruin it with Coke because mm-hmm. you can put, I don't think there's any, you know, the Coke is the majority of the flavor it just now right. has a kick. Right, right, right. So, yeah. But I find anything, I can't drink anything less than a, $34 or $35 bottle of anything. Mm-hmm. And it gives me, it does not give me a headache because I think the alcohol is more pure. So on that note, um, one of the first mixed drinks that I ever remember having, I mean, maybe I, I'm sure I had a pina colada or a bloody Mary at some point, but um, back in 2008, cause as you know, I'm a huge drinker. I had, mm-hmm. uh, I had like sat down with a friend to actually, you know, like, let's get a drink. I'm like, okay, what do you want? I'm like, I have no idea. I don't know. Right. <laughs> and the bartender made me uh, a nutty Irishman or Irish monk, which uh-huh. is Bailey's Frangelico, Kahlua and cream. Oh yeah. Tasty. Right? It is. Right. So I do that. I have also substituted uh, Bailey's with Carolyn's and frangelico with francesca Mm -hmm. i can't tell the difference Mm -hmm. now i've heard that a lot of these distilleries are just really like there's like one main distillery and then they're shipping out the stuff and other people are slapping their labels on them so but i don't know where that happens you know where in the process that happens but between you and me side for side i cannot tell the difference between a shot of bailey's and a shot of carolyn's 
And yeah. I doubt I could tell the difference between Francesca and Frangelico. Yeah, I, you know? I can't eat it. I mean, they've got so much sweetener in it. You yeah. Know. yeah. So, so I don't really know, but Carolyn's cost literally half as much as Bailey's. Mm-hmm. So for there, that's an example for me where you're, you're obviously paying for the name, you know, I'm like, I don't, I don't see what I'm getting there. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and I don't, so there's, there's like a, a Pappy Van Winkles that's, uh, you know, that's, that sounds expensive. It, it is expensive. It's really expensive. Cup, you know, a couple hundred dollars for, you know, a bottle that size, oh, yeah. 750 milliliters. I'm like, you know, it can't taste that much better. It cannot. <laughs> Several years ago, my girlfriend took me out to um, to dinner for my birthday to like the most expensive sushi place in Boston. Mm-hmm. And it was like 200 bucks. It was not worth it at all. <laughs> like the, it was like, okay, this is good sushi, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's all I said. And after we left, I wanted to go get a burger because I was still <laughs> hungry. Yeah, I was like, oh, I mean, there's a difference between gas station sushi and all, you know, top mm-hmm. of the line. There's got to be a nice happy medium somewhere. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, here's that's similar. So. I don't know if, well, we're kind of rabbit trailing all over the place, but I don't know if yeah, you've noticed. <laughs> so in, at least here in Hendersonville, um, in Kroger and Publix, mm-hmm. you can now get freshly rolled sushi. Okay. And in both locations, I mean, there are, uh, there's an Asian, I don't know what you call them, sushi chef, you yep. know, or sushi preparer, preparer yep. uh, in, in both locations. And it is pretty good sushi. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say, hey, this is $100 sushi or anything like that, but I might pay $15 for, a, a tray, you know, a mixed chef choice yep. with uh, it's actually sashimi yep. on it, and I'm like, man, that's really good. <laughs> and, and thanks to the you know the advent of flash frozen fish, mm-hmm. you being in Tennessee can get you know <laughs> good seafood. Amazing. Yeah. Well, I would expect to get you know really good catfish, but not necessarily. Yeah. Uh, what do you mention that I've, I've i've never had uh, sushi catfish before it's uh, the, uh, <laughs> yeah yeah, that well. yeah. <sighs> so so more on the catching up uh towards the end of last year you bought the iphone 12 pro max not max just, just pro, pro. Mm-hmm. just pro mm-hmm. are you still happy with it i am uh, yeah. it's still really fast Yep. Um, it is, I mean, it is faster than the 11 pro, uh, the, you know, one of my favorite new features is the camera zoom. Yep. I can just keep zooming (laughs) (laughs) the old one. You know, if you would send me, you know, if you sent me a four meg, uh, JPEG, and I tried to zoom. I could only go so far. It wouldn't matter how good the quality it was. I could only zoom so far. Yep. Uh, now I can. And I don't know if that's an iPhone fix across patch across the board or if it's the the, the twelve. Right. I I uh, I thought the twelves were by and large the same hardware, but the pros are different. So, but I forget which I'd have to call up the side by side, but I know like that, you know, they're all coming in multiple different sizes and things. Mm-hmm. I'm 
at the point where I'm ready for a bigger phone, you mm-hmm. know, but that means I need to get the pro max. Yeah. Because the 12 is a, I've, I've got the 11, which is a 5.9 inch display. And of course mm-hmm. the 12 is a 6.1 inch display. Yeah. So it's a 0.2 inch, you know, le- a quarter inch, uh, you know, difference. And mm-hmm. I'm like, maybe it's good to take baby steps, you know, <laughs> but the reason I'm doing that now is I'm thinking is that I am, um, uh, I'm refinancing one of my condos and I had to unlock my credit uh, as a result of that, my, mm-hmm. you know, my credit freezes. So now's the time for me to apply and switch over to one of these loans and, you know, do the annual pay as you go kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can't even remember now. The last time I looked at it, I didn't do that. I can't remember if it makes sense to do that or if you end up paying more money. Now, I don't, I don't recall. But, you know, there's a plan where you basically get a new phone every year. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, well, you know, if I could just write that off and it just becomes a monthly cost. So I was like, eh, yeah. <laughs> well, the, it depends. It, it comes and goes. It used to be pretty fixed. Uh, when I bought my iPhone, um, I did the, I did the upgrade. I said, I want to upgrade and I want to finance it through Verizon. It right. was a 0% APR. I yep. ju- it just added 30 some odd dollars, 34, $35 to my bill every month. Mm-hmm. And there was, uh, I, I think it was like $1 more expensive, probably from a, a roundup standpoint. Yeah, right. Uh, but I paid the same price for the phone just over a two-year period. Right. Well, a couple months later, I was like, well, let me look at uh, doing that for my wife's phone. And I, I got on there, that, prom- that was gone. gone. The only, yeah, the only way you could get it was to pay full price for the whole thing up front. <laughs> So it may be, well, you, you know why they did that. They met their quota of, we gave out 1 million free phones and we're not going to get paid on those for the next two years. Yep. So. <laughs> well, see, that's why I'm wondering, like I'm looking, you know, 5G. Okay. I'm sure it sounds great. I'm sure it is great when you're using it. Right. I'm not traveling that much these days, mm-hmm. you know, so I'm not using 5G data. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just don't really know that I, you know, that I need that, uh, at the moment. I mean, at the moment I don't, cause I'm, I'm not, you know, I'm usually on my own Wi-Fi, literally 95 to 99% of the time. Mm-hmm. So do I need that? And so that's why I'm actually looking. So right now I've used 84% of my data. So I've used like five or six gig or I've used five gigs and that's about what I had been using. Now, when mm-hmm. they rolled over to 5G, they doubled everybody's monthly bandwidth cap because mm-hmm. they knew they were going to use it more than twice as fast on 5G. So I'm looking at like Ting or Mint Mobile instead mm-hmm. to see about switching over to them. It's just that they use different carriers. And since I, my dad is on my plan, there's a dead spot in the western side of the state that he often travels to. Mm-hmm. I don't want to cripple his phone. Yeah. So I don't know, but I also like, you know, I could be paying maybe like 50 bucks a month, 60 Mm -hmm. bucks a month, as opposed to 120 bucks a month, cutting my bill in half, you know? Yeah. So I don't know. Well, I haven't found any great need for the 5G Mm -hmm. um, because you don't really, the 5G is better and you get a little bit of bump in bandwidth, but you're not getting the big bump unless you're in the ultra wide bandwidth, which is in 
it's it's narrow. I mean, it's got to be close. You got to be close to these antennas, and right. they're putting those in <clears throat> like metro downtown Nashville. Those antennas are up downtown. So if, if you're down there, if you're at a football game, yep. if you're you know in these populous places, that's where you get the ultra wide bandwidth. I didn't really understand that. I mean, yeah. I understood it in concept. Uh, what they were saying, but I didn't realize that the 5G ultra wide was going to be so limited. I get yep. 5G. Yeah, it's it's essentially Wi-Fi. Yeah, but it's still not. Uh, at least here, it's it's sketchy from the place. You know, not every place has 5G. Right now, I don't know if you saw in the news uh, the explosion on Christmas Day in downtown you, Nashville. You texted me that, yeah. So that um so the guy who blew up his rv parked it right outside of the at&t um hub for all the fiber in in the area um for multiple providers because at&t is the backbone for a lot of other providers uh at least here right. sure um and he knew what he was doing mm -hmm. it wasn't he, he was actually an it guy um but he knew what he was doing. Well, AT&T went down completely. No wireless, no fiber, no 911. Everything was down from uh, Kentucky to Alabama. There were service interruptions from the AT&T and things that required that backbone. So mm -hmm. I had to use 5G. I had to use my phone as well as everybody else in the area who was on Verizon was now on their phone because they had no internet. Right. 5G was a benefit to me because I was on a different spectrum from the mass. <laughs> from the masses. From sure. the masses. So yep. at that standpoint, that was good for me for a little yep. bit. But that's just, I mean. That's not I a sustainable uh, you know, <laughs> strategy. <laughs> yeah. And I, and I don't want, I mean, I don't want that to ever happen again. <laughs> yeah. I don't, not that way. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But yeah, you know, I don't, I don't know. I'm like, I looked up my historic usage and I'm usually using under seven gigs of data, like six, mm -hmm. seven gigs of data. <laughs> and so I don't, I don't know. I'm, I've, I've got to run the numbers because I could unlock both of my phones now and just jump off of Verizon and, you know, switch over. So. Mm -hmm. so, so funny statistic, you know, I've got, I've got the only 5G phone in my household. My, um, I used 4.4 gig in a month. Yeah. My iPad used like less than one gig. Right. My youngest daughter used about five. My wife used about eight, six. No, it was about six. And then my oldest daughter used about 14 and a half gig. <laughs> but it, it doesn't matter because we're all on unlimited. Uh, but it's just interesting. You still have an unlimited plan. Yeah. <laughs> Can you add me on to that plan? <laughs> yeah. I just need to add a phone. <laughs> add me over. I'll just throw mine over. I'll pay you. <laughs> so speaking of that, but not the exact same thing uh, related to that, because I mentioned Wi-Fi, I bought an Eero as a post Black Friday plan, the Eero mm -hmm. wireless mesh, Eero Wi-Fi 6. Um Loving it, no looking back. It does It does not have all the features of my previous system and mm -hmm. I'm not missing them at all. So- How do you spell Eero? E-E-R-O. E-E-R-O, a man eyes close. It's an Amazon company now. Oh, okay. Right. 
but they, they do their best to sell you up on their monthly subscription security things and stuff. Um, but I was going to either yank what I had with uh, and replace it either with Ubiquity or with these guys. And this is just so much simpler. All the configuration is done with an app on your phone and mm -hmm. it's really just working. Yeah. yeah, I have all my IoT devices on a on the guest network with client isolation, so they're off to the side. Mm -hmm. And it's it's just working. It's not the cheapest, right? So um, so but but no regrets, right? Mm -hmm. uh, I I have until the end of the month to return it, and I'm like, no, nah, these are staying. I bought the extenders. What you got there? That's a four <laughs> port. What brand is is that? Ubiquity. Yep. Okay, so it's a switch and what? No, it's actually the. Um, well, it's my nifty for the day. No, oh, okay. Well, don't 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 let me steal your thunder unless you want. Well, to no, no. I mean, it <laughs> it doesn't matter where it shows up in the uh, the episode. Actually, so it's the Unify Air Cube AC. Okay. It will do mesh. Um, I don't do mesh. Yeah. Um, I I so. Uh, I'm taking this up to my dad's house. Yep. I'm having him run two wires. But what's really cool is it's got PoE in and a PoE out. Nice. So I'm going to power one end, and then I'm going to power the other cube through this cube. So it it's will get wired. PoE. It's a wired mesh. It's a wired mesh. It's powered, so wired it's powered a, mesh. <laughs> yeah, powered mesh so that it gets, you know, there will be zero latency yep. and zero, zero drop you know, yep. between the two. Now I, you could do a mesh. I mean, and you have circumstances where you can't get a wire, right? Sort of. So what I have now is I have a, a cable. I have a, I could use another cable. I could, if, if I had one more ethernet cable, I'd be better. Yeah. Um, but, but I've got the main Eero hardwired in the basement. I have a repeater on the first floor and another repeater on the second floor. Mm -hmm. And it's, working great but i also have an ethernet run up to the top floor mm -hmm. so you know my main workstation is hardwired into ethernet where i've got a switch uh, my entertainment system my tv and uh, those are wired on the first floor mm -hmm. but i end up biting the bullet i bought three wireless access points they reach my car in the parking lot fine i'm upstairs in the yoga studio they work fine the dead spot in the bathroom that would cause my Sonos to drop out is gone. Mm -hmm. So, you know, don't get me wrong. I'm still ticked off at Sonos because their wireless continues to have problems, even though I've literally changed every other aspect of my network besides them. I still have <laughs> issues with them, uh -huh. but it's better. Right? Mm -hmm. so, so things are getting better there. So no yeah. regrets on Eero. I am glad that I bought that. Mm -hmm. um, that said, I needed to upgrade my parents' infrastructure for a looming upgrade coming next week. I did not buy Eero for them. I went with an El Cheapo TP-Link $30 wireless <laughs> router. Uh -huh. uh, so that I just, uh, I got it here and I was thinking I was gonna drive up next week because they're getting it installed. They're getting fiber to the home on Thursday. Mm -hmm. so I was gonna drive up there, but like I'd have to quarantine, get tested down here, drive up, quarantine, get tested when I come back home. And all I, you just gotta and, plan two weeks away. I'm just gonna mail you the stuff, dad. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, if they had a guest room, I would consider it, but like not right now. So. 
Um, but my dad, since he's got like, doesn't have any sensation in two of his fingers and his thumbs, he, he, he's all thumbs when it comes to configuring tech, he's not, <laughs> he's not going to be punching in Wi-Fi passwords on an, uh, an Amazon echo touch screen or <laughs> a remote control, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, so I just, I pre-configured all the equipment that I could here, mailed mm-hmm. it up to him. And then uh, one of my mom's caretakers is going to assist me with the setup. So I'll walk <laughs> but what they've got now is when they get fiber, they're getting a new access point. I have a repeater here, which I'm hoping I don't need because I'm mm-hmm. hoping, that the, you know, the 802.11n will be enough to reach where they need to. Um, but I shipped him on Black on Am- on Prime Day. I bought and shipped him two Fire TV sticks. Mm-hmm. Um, which in hindsight, I should have had brought here and configured with a wireless network, which I didn't do. Uh, but then in the last week or so, I bought two Echo Show 5s. Yeah. So, you know, I'm basically, I, I've tried everything I can to get my dad to learn how to adapt to his conditions, and it's useless. He refuses <laughs> to try to entertain anything new. So I said, okay, well, we're going to stop trying to make the phone easy for you to use, and you're going to stop using the phone. So instead, you will just say, lady in the tube, call Peter, and it'll just work. Mm-hmm. So that's the plan. So with two Echo shows, one at each end of the house, um, they're getting that. We're going to cancel their old phone and DSL. What? They're going to have no POTS line? Well, the new fiber, the new fiber provider will provide the will port their phone number. Over. Oh, okay, good. So they'll have that, and they have one adapter to switch the, you know, to an adapter for the old type of phone. Mm-hmm. Um, but then the big trick will be canceling Directv, mm-hmm. and I'm sure my mom will figure it out within a few minutes. She'll figure out how to search into Netflix, Disney Plus, you know, YouTube TV. Mm-hmm. Or whatever my dad will be the big holdout there and just have to you know and so he can say like you know lady in the tube play major league soccer you know? <laughs> can figure that out then we'll be good mm-hmm. um but that's what we gotta that, that's my next tech project for the next week will mm-hmm. be a remote deployment with unskilled labor on the other end <laughs> walking them through the configuration <laughs> but then i wanted to get your input on this because um since we're you know they're cord cutting well they've been on satellite you know anyway mm-hmm. um but i did the math because they were paying about a hundred dollars a month for phone and internet and about a hundred dollars a month for satellite tv mm-hmm so my plan is that I would offer to split the cost of YouTube TV mm-hmm. and maybe one other service. So mm-hmm. I have Disney Plus. My mm-hmm. mom, I'm sure, would love the National Geographic channel. So mm-hmm. they might like that. YouTube TV has a ton of different options there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was thinking maybe Netflix mm-hmm. or, you know, HBO probably isn't going to have a lot that they're going to like. Mm-hmm. Um, Netflix probably would, you know, movies from time to time. So I'm trying to decide, but the other thing is that they probably, they, they like to put on music a lot. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking that Spotify might be good for them, or maybe mm-hmm. I'll get an Apple music subscription for the family. Cause right now I have the student version, which is only five bucks, but I can't share that with anybody else. What about the Amazon music? I've used that before and I didn't care for it, but you know what? That might meet their needs just fine. They've got a 60-day trial right now. 
but they still, even after the, that's the premium one, they still have a freebie ongoing as part of Prime. Okay, I, I don't, yeah. Not as good as the selection. You get, I don't remember what, you know, it doesn't have all the features and it doesn't have all the same music. But that yeah. might, you know, they're not putting on like specific songs. They're playing, you know, like play the oldies station on DirecTV or whatnot. Mm-hmm. So that might actually do just fine for, you know, maybe, they, maybe they'll be okay with the music. But what will happen is they'll listen to it. They won't like it. They'll complain and they won't say anything about it for weeks. And then they'll just tell me that, yeah, we were just going to connect the satellite again and stuff. And then I'll, yeah. Or no, it'll just be reconnected and you won't, you know, we reconnected the satellite. Oh, you didn't tell me you weren't using that service. Uh, Eh. Well, you know, your mother, your mother didn't think about it. (laughs) So I was, uh, so on Amazon music, I was um, looking around for, do you, well, do you like blues and yeah, so yeah. there's there's a channel uh, called Americana Soul okay. that I I really like. It is okay. uh, it's it's kind of an it, well because I wanted some of the new artists with new music, and but I didn't necessarily want to go full. I don't you know I was like I, I want to hear some of these new things. So like uh, Black Pumas and kind of that that genre. Yep. Uh, so if you get a chance, Americana Soul is a pretty cool uh, genre to listen to. Because um, I've been, man, I don't know what it is about me. I I get so tired of old music. I, I get so tired of listening to the radio and hearing the same songs that I've heard my entire life. When I know that every musician creates an album and out of that album, two songs are put on the radio out of 12. So there are 10 other songs that we've never heard. They may not be the best. They may not be as good a quality as Mm -hmm. those other two songs. That doesn't mean I don't want to listen to something else. So that's why I can't stand to listen to the radio because I'm like, I haven't had the radio on in 10 years. Oh yeah. And I turn it on and I hear the same thing I was listening to then. Yep. Are you kidding me? Exactly. Yep. <laughs> the same ads you were listening to then too. Yeah. <laughs> so I did a quick search. It looks like Amazon Prime Music includes 2 million songs. Mm-hmm. And Amazon Music Unlimited has 70 million songs. Oh, that's so a... a definite subset. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but Amazon Music Unlimited, I, and I'm sure that would be fine for their purposes. You know, mm-hmm. I don't that would be because, uh, like I said, it's not like they're able to even play a specific artist at this. Yeah. Point. So um, yeah, I'm I'm curious though. Amazon Music. If you, uh, I was trying to see how to subscribe just to find out what the the pot the the cost is. But all right. Yeah, I accidentally signed up for that. I didn't mean to. I meant yeah. to. I meant to click no. It said, start your trial. And I meant to hit no. And I hit yes. Cause I was actually on my phone on my cell phone. It's like, crap. Now I'm going to have to go back and cancel that. Yep. And I was like, you know what? I, I guess I'll just, I'll listen to it for yep. 30 days. And I, I wrote myself a, a calendar event to cancel Amazon. <laughs> yep. So, so as far as, you know, the evilness of companies, I mean, Spotify, eh, not wonderful, but as far as the selection of their music goes, 
hands down, they're the, the most comprehensive out of all the services I've tried. Mm -hmm. uh, the one reason that I stick with Apple Music is because it allows me to stream music from my watch when I'm out on a run. Yeah. Don't have to carry a phone with me. And it's the only one that does that. Mm -hmm. So that's why I'm still on that. I get a, because I'm still working on my bachelor's degree, I still get a student discount on both Spotify and Apple mm -hmm. and on Amazon Prime, you know, so, um, so there's no cost incentive there. It's just, you know, I want something, I want to go minimalist. Today when I'm going out, I'm debating on even not taking my car key with me mm -hmm. because I can unlock my car and, and do a remote start with the watch. Mm -hmm. So, but I was out just, uh, what, a week or two weeks ago, and I was out, and my watch battery started to plummet precipitously. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, I got a note saying, you're at 10% battery. You want to go to power reserve mode? And then it just turned off. Yeah. But then it turned back on again, and then it complained, and then it turned off, and then it turned back on again. And this was literally at the halfway point of my eight-mile run that I was doing that day. Mm-hmm. And then I got home and it just hovered at 10% the entire time. So it's just the sensors, you know, there's something wrong with it, but this mm -hmm. is that same problem I had with the other watch a year ago. Mm -hmm. So it's gotta be a software bug or a consistent hardware bug. I don't know, you know, what it is. Mm -hmm. so that part of me is saying, maybe I should carry the key fob with me after all. <laughs> so I don't know, uh, but I want to be minimalist. You know, I want to mm -hmm. carry as little as I can when I'm running. I don't even like having to wear long pants when I go out for a run, mm -hmm. you know, because like the more I'm carrying wherever it is on my body, the more it slows me down. So I'm, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I could definitely see that doing running, but I'm a uh, man. I'm I'm a boy scout all the way. I'm like, I've got redundancies and yeah. And, and I can't help it. I, I've like, I've got my watch. I got my phone. I got my key. I, I took my pants off the other night to, to wash them when I was down at the farm. And I started pulling all the stuff that I had just in my pants out while working on the, at the farm. I said, I know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but I can't help it. So you're you're the pirate and I'm the ninja. <laughs> yeah. uh, the pirate has like a knife, a gun, a bomb, a cannon. You know, the ninja comes in with the sword. Yeah. <laughs> and finds other stuff along the way. Yeah. Know? Yeah. I, I can't I can't rely upon that. I've got to <laughs> I've got to come with a plan. <laughs> well, my, my backup plan would be that we have to run a few more miles back to my house yeah <laughs> which again i would be unlocking with my watch now because i have a smart lock mm -hmm. i don't remember if we touched on that yeah we did yeah, yeah. <laughs> but there's also somewhere out there there might be another way for me to get into my house there yeah. might be yeah there might be right so yeah pop -up plan. yeah so it, that's funny that you mentioned that i uh elizabeth elizabeth's parents uh came to our they come to our house on christmas eve um so she's like, well, I'll just have them get the Haida key. And I said, no, I don't want them scrounging around where the, I mean, <laughs> we're <li yeah. laughs> loudly announcing to the neighbors. I found it, found it, found it. Yeah. <laughs> like I will put a key where they will find it. Our regular, you know, yeah. our, our key when we take, go out, I'll <laughs> <it's> like, <laughs> or get a keypad. 
Yeah. Just make sure you cover it up when you're punching the numbers. <laughs> yeah. So, so most of the stuff has been uh, good. Um, I uh, right, uh, Black Friday deal. I got that Gigaland Android tablet. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. And again, the, imp- the, um, the intention is that I use it for reading PDFs and Zoom calls, and I just use it for Zoom calls. It's perfect. I use it as a monitor for Zoom calls. So like mm-hmm. my camera, I use my phone, my iPhone, so my mm-hmm. students get a good view of me. And then I use that. I join in again from the tablet, so I get a decent-sized view of them. Mm-hmm. Works great. Absolutely worth the $59 that I paid for it. No regrets there. Hands down. <laughs> um, the problem with um, Microsoft OneDrive and Microsoft services not authenticating, that persists. That's still annoying. I figure <laughs> I fixed that by setting up a new uh, Google account and uploading all the PDFs that I want to read on the tablet to that Google Google Drive. Yeah, there you go. Help so easy peasy, you know, that's it. So that's, it's not ideal. It's not an iPad. I mean, there's, mm-hmm. there's plain as day differences. It's not even like an older, slower iPad. It's, it's like a really old, slow iPad. <laughs> so, you know, the Apple hardware these days, and mm-hmm. I really, I can't wait until I can justify getting myself an M1 laptop. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Oh. I- well, I'm going to get the new, or I'm going to get maybe a new iPad in April. Um, I need to look on Mac Rumors when the next one's coming out. But, but I think the next one's coming out, but it's not going to support 5G. So, I mean, if this one doesn't support 5G, well, it's going to at least be 18 or 24 months before one does come out that supports 5G. How often do you use that and not have your phone handy? Uh, it is my, it is my backup. It's my redundant device. So it's, it's gotta have, um, it's gotta have cellular, but to your point, um, it's very rare that I would need 5g speeds on that, on that tablet that I couldn't use it. Like if I needed 5g and I needed my laptop to get on the internet, I would use my phone to do that. I'd tether it. Uh, but I like my iPad to be completely, you know, cellular backups. It is my redundant device. So if I go some, you know, in my be prepared (laughs) state, but really I'm still happy with 4g for what I would need to do. I mean, even, even streaming and entertaining and consuming 4g is still really good for that. So I'm going to go for the faster device, not necessarily the 5g at that point, right. but I need to look and see, do you know if the new, if a new iPad's coming out between now and April, I I'll have to look, I'll have to look. <laughs> All just rumors and speculation. You know? Yeah. I, I go straight to MacRumors.com and see whatever they say there. Cause I think they are. And if they are, that's when my current tablet comes up for renewal. I mean, I'll have, it'll be gone through the two year cycle. It'll be paid for. Yeah. <laughs> so. All right. Well, like I said, I was telling you and Scott, you know, I'm not going to buy a new laptop until the end of the year. Well, that end of year has come and gone. So I held on to that. But the plan was like every, you know, I would maybe get a phone one year, uh, a watch the next year, a tablet or a laptop the next year, you know, trying to stagger them. Mm -hmm. But there's got to be times in years where I'm getting two things, right? Yeah. It's not, um, um, not you know, not, not, 
I don't want to have all my devices for four years. Yeah. Because that's going to start to hurt. So yeah. we'll see. But this year so far, January, I have not bought a new either. I haven't bought a new look, anything. Mm-hmm. Well, the tablet, the, the Gigaland tablet doesn't count. <laughs> I'm talking about a real <laughs> device. My watch is a few years old now. My phone is a year old. My laptop I'm talking to you is an old 2017. You know, mm-hmm. So that's three years old. So, yeah. Anyway, on the yeah. topic of the laptop, recall that I had a hard drive die in my main desktop. Mm-hmm. I shipped it back because I looked it up under uh, warranty, and it's a Western Digital Blue SSD Blue drive. Mm-hmm. Um, so I looked up their warranty, and it said um, that it was under warranty for three years. Mm-hmm. But if you wanted them to do an advanced swap where you give them a credit card number and they ship you a drive in advance, mm-hmm. they charge a $25 convenience fee. Ah. As Jim Gaffigan would say, convenient way of ripping me off. <laughs> I refused and I did the standard since I have a backup computer. I mm-hmm. shipped it to them. They had the drive and sat on it for a week before they acknowledged that it was received. Nice. And they said, well, it can take five to seven days. And then I was like, okay, they had the drive for 20 days, <laughs> 21 days before they actually shipped it back. They <laughs> said that they shipped it back on the 7th. They didn't actually ship it until the 12th. Nice. So Western Digital Warranty Support, in a nutshell, lies. There's no <laughs> way around it. They just flat out lie. And that angers me. You know, especially because like I could have bought a new drive for like 50 bucks. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to give them extra money. Like this is the reason I bought this drive in the first place was the warranty. Well, the Mm -hmm. warranty was horrible. Yeah. So let's move on because I am running out of time and I've did I have dominated this call. So um, you wanted to talk about something about uh, of a constitutional nature. Well, yeah, I mean, and I don't know that it was a whole episode. It was just, uh, you know, it was it was a topic. So the what I wanted to know is, so what happened? Was it two weeks ago now? Is it two weeks or one week ago? Last where week. last week, where um, all those people went into Capitol Hill, broke into the building, and what uh, what what astounded me was why there were not people being arrested right and left while that was happening. And um, because they were white. Oh, did I say that out loud? <laughs> yeah. I think I yeah. said that out loud. Yeah. Um, and, and so I looked at it. I was like, well, is it illegal? I wanted to find out. Is it, you know, it seems to me like that would be illegal. Mm-hmm. I, I just didn't know what the consequence of that right. would be. And, and I looked it up. And yes, it is illegal (laughs) because they and they recently had with with other um, defacing of government property uh, during, you know, the big civil rights um, while things were heated there early in the spring. There were lots of things happening. And so it had been updated. It is the policy of the United States to prosecute to the fullest extent permitted under the federal law. And it's appropriate, blah, blah, blah. So, yes, the, the penalty up to 10 years imprisonment for the willful injury of federal property. The other thing that was astounding about these, these people 
was they were recording themselves and the world was recording them. Yes. How are they not in jail? Now, I, I have seen the FBI is now rounding those people up. Yep. And they are being prosecuted. Yep. And, and I am glad to see that because, you know, I, I don't take government. I don't take our federal federal government as religion, right. meaning this is this is holy ground. Right. The only things are holy for me is God, yep. not our government. Yep. Now, there's things that you're respectful towards. I would come into your house and treat your house with respect because. Mm -hmm. You own your house and I'm a guest in your house. You know, our people that are, you know, this is our country's legacy that we have built. You yep. treat these things with respect. Yep. Just out of our forefathers. This was your grandfather. What would your grandfather do? Your grandfather helped build this because he helped build this country, right? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, <laughs> but because we disagree on politics, I don't have to pay attention to that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah it's it's ridiculous we're yeah it's embarrassing we we're acting like a yeah. a, a third world we're undereducated uh country yep um and then what's embarrassing you know it is embarrassing because of these are american people treating american properties like this Yes. And, and how we got to this point is just ridiculous. Mm -hmm. um, I, I, yeah. Anyway, I think you and I pretty much agree. I don't think we need to belabor um, <laughs> the point here, but uh, uh, anyway. yeah. But so yeah. what they were doing was illegal. It's not, you know, this was an insurrection like, okay, there comes a time when yes, we might have to have a revolution um, but I don't think that I don't think that when your party loses an election, that that is grounds for a revolution. No, because there are if you don't like the party that's in place, there are ways to the next election to get them out of there. Right. And and making up lies and saying that the election was stolen <laughs> is not a good way to go about doing that. Yeah. Well, and the whole thing bordered on coup, which is. You know, I mean, yeah. insurrection, insurrection, which could, you know, could turn out really bad. I mean, for, you know, if you don't realize what you're doing and you incite a coup, that means you are now a enemy of the state. You could just be killed. Yep. There would be no trial. The military would be dispatched and you would be killed. Yep. And I don't feel sorry for you. Nope. <laughs> you shouldn't have done that. <laughs> Yeah. And, you know, can, when you factor in the things, you know, like people taking selfies, uh, you know, sitting in the in the desk of the Speaker of the House in their office with the feet up on the desk and stuff like that, that's that's not revolution. That's not, you know, that, that's that's ego. That's you just being a jackass. Yeah. A child. <sighs> anyway. Yeah. Let's all be let's all be grown ups, and you know, our forefathers when when they built this and designed this, this is not what they had in mind for the how how we conduct our country. Exactly. <laughs> I'm pretty sure this is not how they thought things would be going forward. And these are people who went through a revolution to get where we are. Mm -hmm. 
<laughs> All right. On that happy note, should we wrap this up? <laughs> we should. We should wrap this up. Oh, you know, one thing I didn't uh, kind of as a side, you know, it, it did open my eyes, though, this whole thing of how the media will take pictures of what's sensational that's yep. happening. Yep. And then if you were to pan away, you'd see like normal stuff happening. Right. <laughs> the, you know, like, well, the whole world isn't like the whole world isn't happening just like that. You know, it's not like these hundred people and then the other 9 million in the area were also doing this. No, this is a bunch of dopes. <laughs> a lot of this problem would go away if people just turned off the news for a few weeks and get off social media. And mm -hmm. to their credit, it's about blankety blank time that these <laughs> idiots in Silicon Valley actually enforce their bleeping terms of service <laughs> and kick these blank holes off their platforms. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> On that well, note, we need to wrap this up. I can't talk anymore. <laughs> yeah, your face is getting red. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we'll call this enforcing terms of service <laughs> enforce your bloody terms okay, that's all i got i'm gonna drop the mic on that note <laughs> all right well on that if you would like to wait a minute where is it there we go we want your feedback if you'd like to uh, discuss a particular topic, uh, like today's topic or some other topic that you'd like to hear from us, you can drop us a line at www.blurringthelinespodcast.com. You can also find out more about me or Peter. At You can find more about Peter at paradigmcc.com or yogawithpeter.com and on Twitter at Nicolaitis. <laughs> and then... Uh, me at sublimecomp.com or on Twitter at sublimecomp.com. So we look no forward. No com on Twitter. Drop the com. <laughs> sublimecomp at sublimecomp. Yeah. Elizabeth makes fun of me for saying pound instead of hash. You sound old. It's pound. still, it's still correct. It's still correct. It ain't wrong. So <sighs> anyway, so we look forward to hearing from you. Thanks for listening. And I think it's time for Peter to push the big red button.